You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. I'm Richie Castellano. Joining me today is my co-host, Jarrett Pressman. Hi, everyone. I'm not Anne-Marie. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going live today because uh, Wednesday night is usually when I do my live stream, but I uh, had some other stuff going on today, and I figured let's still go live because me and Jared want to record our first proper Band Geek YouTube video slash podcast for the year. So we're just hanging, and uh, we'll be watching your questions go by, and if anything looks not offensive, we'll answer <laughs> Well, I'll answer the offensive stuff. Yeah, Jared will answer the offensive questions. Uh, I will I will field the, the non-offensive questions. The answer is buts. So hello to, uh, we got Donna Marie, Ron, Robert, a different Robert. <laughs> also Robert. <laughs> Max. Hey, Max. Leon. How's it going, Leon? Uh, this is this is really live right now. We're doing uh, yes, Robert Powers. This, is this really live? Yes, it is. I don't know how. I feel like that doesn't really prove that we're live. Hold on. Where's the today's newspaper? <laughs> it's tomorrow's date. Um, so okay, we want to talk about a few things. We're just gonna we're just sort of hanging out, geeking out. Happy New Year, everybody. What's up, Ricky Smith, Kevin Kelly, Cindy Tino Goldberg. So uh, we, we there's a couple things that happened that we haven't addressed because we were all doing holiday stuff and hanging out with the families, which was a lot of fun. Uh, first of all, how was your holiday? My Hanukkah. <laughs> um, it was good. It's in my. Uh, we always do it on the. On, I'll say on the cheap. On the you know, my family's not that big, so we did a little small. My sister made potato latkes. God bless her though. <laughs> even she, even though she was incredibly sick. Yeah. So it was filled with potatoes and onions and matzo meal and snot. <laughs> I thought matzo meal is snot. Uh, no, matzo meal is, is tough. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was good. It was nice and quiet. I had a great uh, Christmas, New Year's. New Year's was uh, ordering a, a slice of pie from L&B Pizza in Brooklyn. So if you ever go to Brooklyn, go to L&B, Spumoni Gardens. Eric Bloom will tell you different, though. Yeah, well, he doesn't know about pizza. He lives, <laughs> he lives on Long Island. so. Uh, but they have a pizza crumb cake on Long Island, that Hummel Hummel pizza crumb. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the, uh, I, this, is the, this is the big event this Christmas, though. Um, I got the Oculus Rift. And it's a miracle that I'm doing this today because I did not want to stop playing with the Oculus Rift. But today I decided to stop what I was doing an adult. <laughs> it, it, first of all, the Oculus Rift is amazing. I'm playing a game called Elite Dangerous. If any of you guys plays that, uh, send me an invite. Uh, send me a message and I'll give you my my uh, commander name. That's, what they, that's how they do it. You're a commander. Actually, another cool thing I got Did from, you... from my My wife got me that. She also got me this really cool book. Well, let me go to the alt angle here. 
I have an alt angle. Uh, alt shot. None of this works. Oh. oh. This is the uh, Brian May Red Special Book. And it is all these like detailed drawings and and old photographs of him building the guitar. It's really, really neat. Uh, I if you're into that sort of thing, if you like like here, this is the inside of the red special, and that's Brian May with his dad. This is like really cool stuff here. So if you're a guitar nerd and and, and you like to know how all this stuff works, very cool book. Uh, is that like a PS4? Uh, Robert wants to know. No, it's basically a glorified computer screen that you know it hooks up to your computer, and it's a headset that goes on, and then you can look around you in 360 space, and you could you could see you know what's going on. Uh, Richie, are you? Hey, what's up, Ernie Jackson? Am I sponsored by any companies? Yes. Um, Audio Technica and Line Six are the big ones. Yeah. And um, something that's going to be happening this year, very soon, I think, is I'm going to be. Uh, starting to use Federa guitars, um, they're I'm they're building one for me right now, and I'm very excited to play it. Uh, I do have a Federa here that's a loner. While they're because they they took my favorite guitar and they're cloning the neck. Ah, so, uh, yes, the neck is very very important on a guitar, and it's going to sound like <laughs> Django Fett when they're done. <laughs> <laughs> eh? 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 <laughs> so the guitar, the guitar. I uh, this is the stream tonight, John Schultz. So. Um, the guitar that I uh, I'm gonna get is gonna be similar to this, sort of the body shape, but it's gonna be a disgusting color, and uh, you know it's gonna have more of my kind of features. But this is the general shape of it. <laughs> this finish is called 1980s basement. Is this finish is called natural. Yeah. So, oh, I heard about Getty's uh, Getty's bass book. Oh. Ray Magnuski says we should talk about why Terry Hatcher is the best Lois Lane. We don't have enough time. <laughs> well, John Schultz, yeah, um, instead of doing the, the show tonight, I figured uh, we had such a good one last week. I'll give it a rest for this week because I didn't want to, didn't want to, you know, double dip. Yeah, there you go. I'm considered not double dipping. Yeah, this is so. <laughs> also, you guys haven't seen Jarrett on the stream. Hey! Um, yeah, that's right. Ernie, thank you. Uh, Federa is in Brooklyn, New York. So it's been really nice to just hop over the bridge and go to their shop. And their shop, if you're interested in buying one of their instruments, you can make an appointment and go there. And they have a showroom with all their different models. It's very cool. Um, Robert Powers wants to know, how does my dad like his HX effects? Um, he loves it. He's been using it on gigs. The only issue with it is that he's afraid to reprogram it. Like, he won't touch anything on it. He oh, thinks, doesn't want to customize it to himself? He, no, it is. I customized it to him. Oh, okay. I, I made him, like, we made a video on it. Um, I mean, a whole thing. And uh, he's afraid that he's going to, like, screw something up. So he doesn't want to touch the preset. But he said, Dad, like, you really can't screw it up with this. Like, it's it's made to be intuitive. Hello in Australia. What's in the works for 2019 for BandGeek? Uh, You're looking at it. Yeah. No, but- <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my first response. The second one, I was going to be say like, oh, you know, we got some stuff in the pipeline, so uh, nothing we can really talk about yet, which means we <clears throat> don't know. This is how Band Geek works. <laughs> I have a list of ideas that I want to make for videos, and I'm at the mercy of getting everybody together in one room to do them. Uh, that's why I've been doing a lot of the live streams by myself, because I don't have to schedule anybody. I just do it when I feel like it. Yeah, it's, um, uh, we, we tell people all the time, getting us all in a room together is actually much harder than it sounds because of everybody's touring schedules and work schedules. Jeremy Byron wants to know, would anybody, uh, would you be able to share any inside notes on setting up the Helix with some uh, BOC stuff? Okay, I have a, all my, first of all, all of my BOC presets are free. 
uh, available for you to download at Line 6 Custom Tone. And there's a, a link on my website to it also. Matter of fact, let me see if it's even here. Um, gear. I think I have a, a link. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's switch the screen. So here on my website, this is the um, this is the gear page on my website. Uh, if you go here, this link takes you directly, I hope... <laughs> No? no, I don't think that's a link. Oh, here it is. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I don't think it's a link. I think it's so just involved. it takes you directly to my page at Custom Tone, and you'll be able to find all of my pre, every one of my presets that I've made available, and all of my Blue Oyster Cult presets are available for download. So that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, so if you want to do that, and also I made a YouTube video on it. the The trick uh, is is tweaking and patience. You have to have patience to get the good sound. Um, and the high cut is your friend. Because if things sound too buzzy or fizzy, use that high cut. Uh, Amory is working tonight. Uh, what, 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 what? What? I got Jared instead. Hey, hey. Come on. Uh, Lisa Jill has nothing witty to say tonight. Yeah. yeah she never has anything witty to say. Oh. Why you be mean? Uh, why you be mean? Why you be mean? No, I can't be. It's because she got me. Let's talk about other Christmas presents. My sister yeah. got me... Is this a wait, where are we? hold on? I'll, I'll, you gotta prepare me for this. Yeah, good. Uh, so I got this uh, book about uh, Gal Gadot, soldier, model, Wonder Woman. Oh my God! Is it like illustrated or something? Or? Yeah, and it talks all about her acting career. And here's pictures. So it's of like her. four pages. <laughs> and here's her on the set of Fast and the Furious. What's up, Rob Crossland? Rob, Rob, am I gonna see you in England? Let me know, buddy. Uh, she also got me this. Uh, which is a Back to the Future children's book. Look how excited Marty is. <laughs> this is the difference between you and I. I get these things. I got the, uh, I got a, the official Die Hard coloring book. Uh, uh. I ask you guys if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. The answer is yes. And I also got uh, my 2019 uh, Murder, She Wrote wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you have that? Uh, featuring... Several shots of Angela Lansbury. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. And I also, this was my big purchase. Uh, Apple, oh, you want to put that on again? Uh, oh. I can't do anything. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, yes, I bought an Apple Watch, and it does this. It's six fifty one. That's impressive. Very I'm impressive. glad you have these things. Five hundred dollars. Time it is. All right, Ray wants to wants us to tell very quickly why Terry Hatcher is the best Lois Lane. I'll, I'll go first. Go ahead. Um, I think that she has the sort of like pluckiness, like the playfulness. I was going to say spunk. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she's she got the spunk. She's, uh, you know, she it, she has like the sort of the ego without being annoying. You know what I mean? Like that's very evident in the way she chose to play that character. She's like, no, I know I'm the best person that works here. Yeah. Uh, stay out of my way and you'll be fine. Right. That's basically, you know, we can be friends if you stay out of my way. And she, and I mean, she looks like Lois Lane. Like, there's uh, the the genius of Lois and Clark is that it, like, it really was one of the first ones to kind of like pop off the page. You're like, yeah, that's what that suit looks like. That's what the Kent Farm looks like. Yeah. And that's what Lois Lane looks like. The reason we're bringing that up is because that's what I did on New Year's. I know you went out to like a party or something. Yeah. Uh, me and Phil, we ate that LMB pizza and we downloaded the DC Universe app. Uh, and we watched a couple episodes of Lois and Lane, which he'd never seen before, and he was absolutely blown away by. He loved it. It makes me so angry. There are so many things that Phil has Yeah, but seen. He, he's like, oh, my God, it's so great. And also, um, 
we watched a couple episodes of, or three episodes of that show Titans. Yes. Uh, which was surprisingly good. On DC Universe. Yeah, very good. Uh, thank you, Leon. Pap, I'll see you in New Hampshire, buddy. Thank you, Leon. It is a Christmas movie. So, um, the other thing we're going to talk about while we're on, let's see. Okay, Riley63 has a question. I'm going to try to answer questions while talking. Uh, who is your favorite band geek member to sing harmonies with when you guys play a song? That's very easy. It's Anne-Marie because Anne-Marie is a phenomenal singer. Uh, she's super in tune. Uh, she it, It's so funny. I saw someone on the Close to the Edge video say, oh, it's horribly tuned. I'm like, no, no, no. It's, she just sings in tune. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, unless she, he was talking about us, which, yes. Okay, me and Andy were pretty bad in the background. That's why it's nice and low. <laughs> but uh, Amory's pretty spot on. So, yeah, that's my, uh, that's, that, that's my answer to that. I concur. I'm, it's not me. Well, okay. <laughs> so someone asked before about what it takes to get the band geeks to play a local show. And we, you and I were talking about this. Yeah. It takes money. Yes. Send money <laughs> and we'll show up. And, when, and also if we're free. Uh, th- okay, here's the thing about that. The the way we the reason we can do the things we do is because we do them here in this controlled environment where I have everything set up already. Everybody's got nice you know monitor mixes, and we can go back and fix things if we have to. Like we can oh that sucked, let's just do it again. We can do that. That's why it works here. To do it in a live setting, like a truly live setting, in a, in a you know away. <laughs> We've done it twice. Yeah, <laughs> like away from this, uh, it takes more people. It takes more effort and therefore takes more money because we have to pay more people. Like this one, we don't care about having a sound guy because I mix everything after the fact. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, we don't care about having monitor a monitor guy because we sit here and do monitors for an hour before we start even playing note one. Right. So that's that's why. So yeah, it, it's just it's basically it's, it's going to cost what it, it's it, we okay. What I'm trying to say is we can't go to the local bar and play for four hundred bucks. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that. The closest we'll get to that is doing the live stream down here, and that's my sort of like, okay, we can't do that, so we'll do this instead. And and it's pretty convenient for people. But to come to do a live show, I'm not saying we can't do it. I'm saying we can do it. It just costs money because we got to get there. Number one, so that's got to be paid for, right? And then we have to hire a crew, uh, uh, and that's before any of us gets paid. So it just it takes it. It's a big, it's a big job. Also, and, also, there's food involved, and if you've ever seen any of us eat, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, while we're on the DC topic, we saw Aquaman. Yeah, we didn't do a proper review just because of the holidays, but we have time to talk about it now. Yeah, so I want to talk about Aquaman. Uh, uh, if you haven't seen it, spoilers. Oh yeah, spoiler alert! Spoiler. Okay, we'll um, since this is te- this we'll is do live. this when the spoiler's over. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna dance like Muppets. No, we're gonna do the um, you know the uh, Team America call for help. No, <laughs> so like the, this is what we're gonna do. So when we do this, you can unmute your uh, your video. <laughs> so we saw Aquaman. I was expecting it to be horrible because the trailers looked horrendous. Yeah, it was one of the ones that I I wasn't excited really going into, but had to see it, and I was blown away at how much of the trailers didn't represent how good it was. Right. And also, I was so turned off by uh, the DC movies after the Justice League, I um, I just, I didn't really... Yes, we can come to Scotland. Just add money, man. <laughs> more money. That's it. The further away you get from Richie's house yes. and studio, the more, it costs. the more it costs. Like, go to my house versus... And, I, and I'm not saying that like, house. like, ooh, I need all the money. No, I'm, I'm saying that 
it, um, it's going to cost <laughs> us money to get there. I can't just be like, okay, I can't show up at the pub in Scotland and be like, okay, can I have $100 a man? It's like, no, we had to get there first. So, um, okay, the uh, – yeah, I, I didn't know what to think because I, I was – after after um, the Justice League, I was just like, oh, this is done. And this the, is over. And the and the powers that be, all the basically being the internet and the the movie studios, were all like, "We have to fix this. We're trying to fix this. Mm-hmm. We don't like." And it just seemed like they didn't know where they were going with anything. So they were like, uh, "Aquaman's going to kind of be like a weird thing of like them trying to do something else." Anyway, um, yeah, th- there was a lot of mixed information. And it didn't look like it was going to be good. And I remember you and I watched the first trailer. And we're like, this looks freaking horrible. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not going to see this. But we we went. We didn't go opening night like we normally would. Yeah. We didn't even take advantage of the uh, Amazon Prime member thing. We went to go see it like a few days after it was out. Yeah. I forgot about that. So (laughs) we saw it. And I was sitting next to Anne-Marie in the theater. And I went, this is freaking amazing. Even just within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. I was like, I was not expecting this to be like this. It uh, I mean, just right out of the gate, it was like when it kind of started. I was like, all right, because it started over. It started actually with one of the things that I hate, which is just a voiceover. Because if it starts with a voiceover, it means it's going to end with a voiceover. Yes, Leon. Yes. All right, go go on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. Uh. Ooh. Yes. Oh, Leon. Leon's movie. Leon. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes, Leon. <laughs> yes, please. Um. Uh. But uh. Yeah. And it was just like. My mother and father were never meant to be together. Like, it was just like, it started off as I was like, oh, this is going to be lame. And then in the first 10 minutes of the movie, you have a close quarters fight with yeah. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Like, yeah, Nicole Kidman. Like, doing Black Widow moves. And I was like, holy shit. Right. It was, it, I, okay. Now, it's not a flawless movie. There were some, like, clunky parts. There was, uh, some people said it ran a little long. Uh, but I was just wildly entertained. I felt like I was turning the pages and seeing like splash page yeah. uh, like i was like this is like reading a comic book like whoever wrote this like re- has read a comic book where other you know movies are just like this person has no idea right and and you told me something after the movie was over because usually we'll we'll whisper back and forth to each other during the movie but we were actually kind of glued the whole yeah. time but it was it was it was basically underwater tron yeah the plot follows <laughs> tron legacy like like pretty closely but visually and musically oh man um it was just and and for those that don't know, Tron Legacy is a movie that... Oh. There it is. Um, the games, the games, the games. Um, but uh, Tron Legacy is a movie that Richie and I really legitimately both love. Mm-hmm. And so this was just like the next best thing. I, 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 can't, I'm, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah, I thought it was terrific. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, I thought all of the criticisms I read about him were probably true, and I agreed with them. Sure. But I didn't care because it, it was so much fun. It was a blast to watch. The effects were great. Every like slow mo, like when he comes out with the orange suit, I'm like, holy crap! Like they're going there. And they they threw in some references to stuff yeah. too, like old school Aquaman stuff. Uh, Leon, I'm also looking forward to uh, Shazam. Um, oh yeah, but uh, uh, they there was like little things. Like one thing, like they were like, "Oh, we're gonna fight to the death," and then they had an octopus playing the drums. Yeah. I didn't know this watching it, but evidently, like that was one of his sidekicks in the comic. Really, I forget what the the octopus's name was, but that was like a sidekick in the in the old school uh, DC comics. And then um, uh, I noticed it, 
and then I double checked after when he grabs the trident, right? Like when he gets his, you know, his, his official trident and he gets his costume and everything like that. Um, the sound it makes is the sound from the Super Friends when he talks to. That reminds me of something. The, the, yes, the, I also liked his his effect, his telepathy. They show it with the rings. Yeah. That's right from the Super Friends. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like, of course, that's the exact effect it should be. Yeah. I was like, because if you think of, like, if Brian Singer made that movie, for example, right? Right. It would be something else. Yeah. They're like, we can't do the rings. But these guys are like, no, screw it, do the rings. Do it, like, like everything that, that, like, I felt like there was a meeting where, like, someone was like, no, you can't do that. It's like, why? Just do it. Do Cause, it. Because you can now. That's the thing. It's a, it's, it, it makes sense to do everything the way that you didn't want to do it before, which is why we had, like... The dark stuff, which again, you and I like, you know, Superman, Man of Steel, uh, BBS. John says it's got more than three rings. It's not a three points. It's not a trident. Well, it's like my four per, four man trio. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same thing. Well, then what's it called, John Schultz? It's a fordent. It's a, <laughs> a quadent. It's a quadent. A quadent. Um, quintent. But uh, 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 so yeah, it was like it was like that kind of stuff, and even like. The little silly stuff, like when they showed him as a kid, and they were like, "Look, Arthur can talk to fish." I was like, "Damn right he can!" And look yeah. at all the fish behind him. Yeah. It was re- it was really enjoyable. Um, Amber heard as Mira. Oh my god! It was like watching a badass Ariel, the Little Mermaid. It was. It, it you know, I I, uh, I was. I think the reason I liked it so much is because I was expecting it to suck so badly, and when it didn't suck, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like." This is a lot of fun. Some people were really expecting a lot from it and then were disappointed. So I think I think from now on, I'm going to go see all these fanboy movies with very low expectations. <laughs> um, his dad was Django Fett. Also cool. Um, wow. What else? Uh, I mean, there was... I thought... One criticism, I thought it could have done without Black Manta. Yeah, that was a for Like, that would have been a good sequel thing, but... It, it was they, a little forced. I don't... I, I felt like they didn't know if they were going to get a sequel with this. They might as well put in, like, his two big v- villains. Yeah. You know? Um, but... But I did like the but fact Black that Black Manta was make, awesome. But I like the fact that they had to make his helmet um, visually look like the helmet, and they gave it a reason for it. Yeah. No, I... You know what? <laughs> it, it, it was tacked in sort of like in... I know this is blasphemy, but in The Dark Knight, how Two-Face is kind of like... Shoved into the movie with the, the Joker yeah, is like yeah, really yeah. it's really Joker's movie, uh, but still I kind of I kind of liked it. Robert Powers, it's just like having the voice of Optimus Prime in the Transformers cartoon do his voice in the movie it gives it some clout, and that's why people remember. Yep, you're, you're absolutely right. Yes, um, and he has one of my favorite voices ever. I do a bad version of that. Go ahead. It's a. Uh, uh, Autobots transform and roll out. That's pretty good. Nah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's pretty good. One shall stand. Oh, I just, I just remember from the first Transformers movie. You must get to the building, Sam. So, are we done with the review of this? Um, yes. Out of uh, four out of five starfishes, how many do you give it? A four. Me too. Yeah. Go see Aquaman. I want to see it on IMAX. Yay, Aquaman. Okay. Unmute. <laughs> Unmute. <laughs> All right. Good. So we liked Aquaman. I'm gonna talk about some other things. Um, there was something I was really looking forward to, um, and it just came out, and I really, I'm really going to urge everybody to watch this. Um, it is the... Where is this? Sorry. I just got to chill. <laughs> Wait, why is... No, I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, that was very funny, actually. Okay, so... Um, Sorry. It's this. It, this is, it's the Vader fan film. Um, now, I want to talk about what the Vader fan film is. And I've been following this for a little while now. Um, the Vader fan film is made by a YouTube channel called The Star Wars Theory or Star Wars Theory. Mm-hmm. I've been following the YouTube channel for about a year. 
Um, I, the, you know that Obi Wan uh, high ground T shirt I wear. Right. I bought that from to support that channel. I'm a big fan of this guy's, um, and he's a really brilliant YouTuber. So if you are not sure what that is, go to Star Wars Theory on YouTube and check that out. Um, what I started following his videos because he does these sort of like what ifs. Like, what if Anakin never turned to the dark side? Right. Or what makes a Jedi's lightsaber? It's, it's all, like, real deep Star Wars lore. Like, deep. If you got to be really into it. But, um, so, I don't, I don't want to go into this again. But, uh, you know, Disney's kind of been dropping the ball a bit on Star Wars. So, he's, he, in a brilliant... The guy did this just totally brilliantly. The whole, the whole thing. And I, I can't give him enough praise. So... What he did was he knew that, okay, there's no Star Wars movie coming out Christmas. Right. That's, you know, we, we saw Force Awakens come out there. Right. That's when Last Jedi came out. The fans are unhappy that they're, they're, they didn't want a solo movie. Right. They don't like what's happening to the characters. And they sort of tainted the year saying like, oh, we're not going to put out a movie this Christmas. Right. So what this guy did is says, okay, I'm going to make a movie. Because uh, his YouTube channel has over a million subscribers and he's been making real money off the channel. Right. And he says, I'm going to make a movie with the with the money I've made off of YouTube. Right. And um, and you guys are going to help me. So he said, Here's, here are the parts I need. Here's basically the script. Um, send in your auditions. And basically, he sent in... Uh, uh, he, they whittled it down to five people for each one. And then the fans helped him pick who was going to be in it. So it's almost like a fan, like crowdsourced movie. He couldn't crowdfund it because of uh, Lucasfilm's rules on fan films. Right. You can't put ads on it or crowdfund it, but he made it by like, you know, democratic uh, uh, rule. You know what I mean? Like, well, like every decision was sort of made by fan. Him right. It was, fan it, was uh, it was crowdsourcing versus fan funding. Right, yeah. right, and and so the fans are in the movie, and they got guys that look like some of the characters and, and women. And they also got people that had like clone trooper suits, right? And uh, and Darth it's, Vader it's suits. Very well produced. Very well produced. Um, and it, and I really you know tip my hat to him. Uh, uh, and the, the only thing I'm and I'm going to be critical of it. So if you haven't seen it, it's twelve minutes long. So when we do this, the uh, <laughs> the review will be over. The spoiler free. Just going to let you keep doing um, that. Yeah, <laughs> review. So the the story is about. Basically, right after episode three of Vader struggling to, like, what his life is now. Right. Uh, basically, he lost he, – he blames all of his uh, problems on the, on the Emperor. And it starts with, like, a dream sequence. Um, it's very good, especially for a fan film. The only thing is that uh, – my only critique about it. And, the, and take this with a grain of salt, and no, I haven't made a Star Wars, I haven't made a Star Wars fan film. I'm not posting it. But, um, <laughs> like, no, no, I, I'm not gonna, I, I probably couldn't have done better. Um, so, cause, alright, I posted this on, uh, the comment, like a very constructive comment on the thing, and I got flamed. I got, like, totally torched. Cause yeah. I don't really like to leave comments like that, but I thought it was like, hey, this is great. Uh, maybe next time, blah, 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 right? And I got totally torched, so I deleted the comment because I'm a coward and I don't want to <laughs> deal with that crap in my inbox. Coward! Yeah. <laughs> Miyagi! <laughs> you can have the bone dance at the castle. I'm nice so, now. So, <laughs> um, just, you know, if I play it while we're looking at it. So, first of all, I'll go to this uh, screen cap here. So, it starts off, I guess we're on the Death Star or uh, Star Destroyer. And and we could tell from the window 
that were on the Star Destroyer. And this looks amazing. The light, yeah. look at that costume. Everything's great. The voice acting's terrific. Every, everything's great. The, the only thing that bothers me is that I know how much he spent on it because he kept talking about it. Right. He spent like over a hundred grand. And this room looks like he's at the Hilton. <laughs> is he in conference room C? Yeah, because the wall sconces, it doesn't look like a wall on the, the, the floor, everything. It doesn't look like a, like a room on the Death Star. Right. Now, that's a very, very minor nitpick. Right. But it's just like, I'm thinking like, <laughs> at that point, if you're going to be spending that kind of bread, like, do it on a green screen and put yourself actually on an Imperial, you know, installation. That's really the only thing that bugged me about this is that room because it looks like, you know, it looks like a room with the Hilton. Right. Uh, but... Other than that, it's really great. It's some of it's a little soap opera y. Um, like there's a, a scene, I'll move I'll fast forward to it. Oh, so you're talking about the scene with Padme? Yeah, where he's like, you know, hugging Padme. It's like, okay, I mean it's cool. So you're like, oh like it's just something I never thought I'd see Vader do. <laughs> he just, just seems like a blanket. Oh, there she is. <laughs> it just seems and, and this this actress is great. Everything's great. Th- those are like my only two little nitpicks. Like also, as as we go on here. Uh, there's like a space shot that's absolutely glorious. Let's see if we can find it. It's coming up soon. <laughs> We've now officially turned into the. Here, just just watch this. Just watch this video. Just watch this video. Hold on. No, watch, no, 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 no. The part's coming up. Part's going up. It's only four and a half minutes. Just keep watching. Just, also, look at the watching. bottom. It's got almost five million views. Like, look at this part. That's yeah. absolutely unbelievable looking. Yeah. That's that looks like that looks like right out of the movies. So I I was just a little confused. By the um, the sort of where the money was spent, right? You know what I mean? It's like the, it was part of it. Like I was speaking to a, a filmmaker friend of mine, and he said that like part of this is like consistency. It's like you, when you find a style, you got to stick to that style, and be like really consistent. Sure, but that's really it. Like I, it's it's unbelievable. It's and if you're gonna call it a backhanded compliment, screw you. I <laughs> I, I think it's very good. Congratulations! I'm telling people to go to his channel and subscribe to it. Right. So, you know, uh, this is also for me is a four out of five star. Mm. You know, how about for you? I uh, I I had a very weirdly specific comment about it. Yeah. Um, which is they're fan films, so you know I understand that it's not the original actors. It's a mm. fan film, which there's a lot of really great fan films. Um, I'm a huge fan of Superpower Beatdown. Yep. and stuff. That's one mm-hmm. of my favorite channels. Um, but uh, uh, this it just. I couldn't take myself out of the fact that it wasn't Padme and it wasn't the Oh, yeah, but yeah, it's a fan film. You have to. I, I get that, but for some reason it just bothered me that much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe just specifically with the Emperor. It was just the the, the voice was throwing it for me. That's like, Again, it's a nitpick. Did I make a Star Wars fan film? No. But uh, uh, it, that, like that. The, the example I gave Richie before was we, we briefly mentioned Titans on DC Universe and uh, they're coming out with more shows and more content and uh, there's a, a show coming out called Doom Patrol that has Cyborg in it and we've seen Cyborg on the big screen in Justice League and now there's going to be a version of him on the television version uh, television show um, and to me I said it looked like the Party City version of Cyborg where it's just like oh look they're advertising Halloween like you can be Cyborg too here's our costume um, so again little criticism the Emperor took me out of it but Outside of that, yeah, it's. I mean, it's, I, I mean, it's great. great, great job, great effort, bravo. I mean, that's. I, I can't praise it any more than that. I mean, I think it's. I think it's great. And I've been following it, and I was really looking forward to it. I even sent in an audition. I sent in because uh, for the next uh, episode, I think they're going to have 
Obi-Wan's voice in there. Sure. So I sent in like a hello there, you know, audition. And so I'm I'm all about this. It's very cool. I love when the fans take initiative and do stuff. Because if, if, look, if you hate what Disney's doing, do it yourself. That's the thing. If you, if you don't like something, make something. Uh, oh, but I do have a fan film that you can watch. It's uh, called Tiger's Fang. <laughs> uh, it's the worst fan film, but that's on purpose. But that's my uh, Kung Fu fan film. So uh, review over. <laughs> there we go. You can come back. Uh, another thing I, I'm going to tell you guys to check out while we're talking about these fan films. Um, oh, so you so you support uh, you uh, you support this uh, guy? You 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 bought a T-shirt from yes. his YouTube channel? Oh, did you know? Did you know you could do that with these new T-shirts? That's uh, right. So if you uh, if you go there's check us out. We added some stuff to the <laughs> store. Um, if you go to richiecastellano.com/store, you can buy CDs, both uh, you know autographed and non-autographed. Uh, we've also just added autographed band geek photos, 8x10s. And those are available at, at com slash store. And we also have our merch. And that can be found at the tip jar. So if you go to like, or you can use the link right there. If you go to com slash tip jar, it brings you to this. And you can leave us a tip if you'd like. Actually, if you do it right now, it'll pop up on the screen. Or you see this little merch tab up top? If I click on that. That brings us to the store, and we have all these T-shirts for sale. So Jarrett right now is showing the uh, Your Mix is Whack graphic T-shirt for men. Correct. Uh, we have the uh, logo T-shirt. We have the Band Geek logo T-shirt. We have the animated one. And we also have mugs, which have been very popular, actually. And some unautographed posters and Yeah, and if, if you... But these are big posters. If you want to have, like, a huge poster in your house, that's... <laughs> if you want us to be your teenage uh, dream, uh, then, my face. then you can hang us. And the other thing you can do to support us is go to riotcast.com slash bandgeek, hit the Amazon banner at the top of the page right there, and then uh, once you do that, a small percentage of your purchase, when you, when you check out, you did it before you shop... Once you check out, a small percentage of your purchase goes to supporting our show and doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps us out immensely. So thank you for doing that and continuing to do that. I'd also like to point out that those autographs are our autographs. We had a little signing session, and uh, some of our spit is on it, too, because we had to blow on the markers because they were getting all smudged. Whose autograph would that be? (laughs) Mine was getting all smudged. Um, And if you buy them, some of them have a smiley face. Somebody has a frowny face. It's it's, uh, like limited edition. So yeah, so that, that's our merch. Now check this. This is another fan film me and Philip stumbled on the other day at New Year's. Um, this one is called Galactic Battles 2018. Check this. Out. Let me skip to something here. So we got Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon, right? <laughs> we got the Millennium Falcon. So there's a uh, your R2D2, oh, wow. whatever. It looks really good, right? But check this other stuff out. We have Cortana, <laughs> and that's Shepard on uh, from Mass Effect, right? We got, we got uh, Master Chief. So it's it's Halo, Star Wars. Wait, and, I just saw the Enterprise. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah Halo, yeah. Star Wars, Star Trek, and Mass Effect. Um, so that's on this guy Calvin Romain's uh, page right here. So I would suggest you check that out. It's safe to it's safe to have Romain again. So yes, you can go to. And this only has forty four thousand views. I think this should have four million views as well. And then the other fan film is this old chestnut here, the uh, the Darth Maul one, which is unbelievable looking. I love this one. This one's got 18 million views. Look at that. That's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. It's just, it, it just shows you. It's just like when you want to create something and you, you, you're passionate about it, then do it. And I love that. Hello there, Brianna <laughs> and Nicole Winters. How you doing? 
Thank you. Uh, this is a very nice uh, Federa. I will be getting a custom one soon, hopefully. Oh, Sounds good, too. Do you have a post? Trying to do the slime breast again. See, who said I wasn't going to play tonight? <laughs> I didn't say anything. You didn't say shit. Uh, so th- those are those are our uh, movie reviews. Well, and uh, yeah, anybody. Uh, I basically I like it when someone has an idea and they make something. And also, a lot of people have been asking, how come you know the band geeks haven't been doing this, been doing that. Well, we did some really, really hard videos. In, uh, <laughs> actually, I had like a list of the like when we first started the show, yeah. and we knocked some of them off this year. Yeah. Like the never gonna let you go thing. Sure, really hard to do, especially on the video editing perspective. Close to the edge. Close to the edge took me a very long time. And thank you guys for making that like like one of our highest viewed videos. Oh yeah, and also thank you for continuing to watch the Heaven and Hell one. I think that was last year, was it? Uh, yeah, it was like mid last year. Um. Uh, I, I I like that we get to share our old stuff with you on uh, on the uh, Throwback Thursdays. That's always fun. Jared, uh, Leon wants to know about your tats. Oh, um, uh, there's lots of them. Uh, there's a di- there's a ratchet. Um, there's a dinosaur. Um, that's uh, uh, that's the early bird. Um, I've got some up here. I've got some up here. Um, they all have a story. I'm not going to get into them. They're all kind of depressing, but <laughs> um, but they make me look cool. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh... Which, alright, Leon, which tattoo specifically do you want to know? <laughs> I have to wait, like, 45 seconds. Yep. Alright, well, <laughs> so, um, I used, I had basically the month off from the road with BOC, and, it, and I... You spent it in the Oculus. <laughs> no, no, I spent the last week in Oculus, to be, to be honest. Um, I've been writing a lot of music. I actually wrote something with Albert Bouchard this week. Oh. I went to his, his place, and um, he's working on another one of those uh, Michael Moorcock album. Uh, like Michael Moorcock wrote a trilogy, uh, like a time travel trilogy, a sci-fi time travel sort of thing. Right. And um, for each book, Albert and this guy Don Falcone is not no relation to... <laughs> Don Falcone. Don Falcone. <laughs> um, they're, uh, he, he's writing an album to go with it. So Henry and I actually contributed to the first album. And uh, we are also going to be on the second album. I wrote actually wrote a song with Albert's place and we, like, wrote a song from scratch. It's pretty cool. Wow. Um, also, um, something else to check out. I don't have it with me. Um, is Skinner Rat. It's, uh, it's one word, Skinner Rat. Okay. Check that out. It's... Really cool project. Um, Dr. Gary Telgenhoff, he was the uh, medical examiner of uh, the coroner of, of Las Vegas. Okay. And um, he was also like an amateur musician and wrote songs. So he hired like me, Buck, Danny Miranda, a bunch of guys to play on his stuff. Uh, he got very ill while he was making the album and unfortunately passed away. A good friend of his took it upon himself to get the album mixed packaged and put out so that just came out this week so if you could check that out it's got me danny and buck on it i pl- I played a lot on it actually i was I, I was working on that thing for like eight years yeah just he kept sending me tracks you know put a guitar solo on this sing on this one do some background vocals play bass so um that's that's how that's how that went down um and uh and the albert thing's gonna be cool we already did the first one the, I, I can tell you 
uh, without spoiling anything, that I think the second one's going to be a little bit more rock-oriented. Okay. The first one was a little sort of like trippy. I remember that, sounding. Yeah. This one's going to be a little more rock-oriented. Um, also, I've been writing... I, I wrote I wrote like 13 songs, and I recorded demos for all of them and finished them on the break. Uh, that's for a solo project that I'm working on. It's going to be the next thing I release. I don't know when it's going to be out. I just demoed everything. Have you mentioned that at all yet? I mentioned it on the live stream. No one knows what it's going to be in terms of like the big, the grand scheme of things uh, because I don't know what it's going to be really. And, and <laughs> I, I have I have lofty goals. I just don't know if I'll be able to pull them off. Uh, but the music part of it is written. So and I'm just and you know I, I take forever to revise things. But um, so it's for the better part of a year I've been working on this mm-hmm. and writing these these songs. So uh, that's kind of why. He's being very modest too. He's very excited about it. He does send it out to us, and not in the not like a, but it's just like just like, hey, you know, can you check this out? I'm, you know, yeah, he's heard the whole thing, uh, and it, but it's 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 good. I've been a fan of of everything, you know, and I always see how you progress. So thank you. Um, so uh, I basically stupidly took a took you know dialed back the YouTube stuff a little bit. And worked on some originals. And the reason for that is because the live streams, you guys have been very encouraging to to to, uh, to me and the original material. And I was sort of down in the dumps about it. And you guys really got me back into it. Uh, John Schultz, that song I kind of put on the back burner. But I should finish it. I, I, I sent him a song. Uh, I wrote kind of like a funny song. That's not part of this project, uh, but I wrote like a. Uh, I'll I'll play it for you after. Okay. I wrote a funny song, that, but I kind of like it was. It was a little too cheese. I I got, I got to make it like a. <laughs> no, because I, I the problem is like when I write a song as a joke, it sounds like a joke. I'd rather it sound like a good song, and then when you like listen to the lyrics, you go, "Oh, that's kind of fucked up." <laughs> <You know? laughs> like he, like you uh, used to be hot. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly exactly. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Ernie Jackson. So uh, we're going to probably call it soon. Any other questions before we uh, we call? Oh, he wanted to know about the um, what tattoo did he say? He wanted to know oh, the about? dinosaur tattoo. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Um, it. Uh, uh, I'll give you the non-depressing version. Um, it. I had those Marks dinosaurs from like the pharmacy that you'd buy in like a bag for like a dollar. The hard plastic dinosaurs as a kid, um, and that one was always my favorite. So uh, this one. Um, so I brought it to. Uh, tattoo artist here in Staten Island, Bound for Glory Tattoo, Tom Connors, uh, if you happen to be here and want a tattoo. Um, and uh, I brought him that exact toy, and I said, please put this on my body. Same thing happened with this uh, doozer here from Fraggle Rock, but that's for my sister. Um, this was a wind-up toy that she had. Um, and, yeah, I just really liked dinosaurs as a kid. I still do. Jurassic Park's still one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, and uh, uh, one question a little back for you said... Uh, uh, I think it was from Riley, um, said, all the band geeks been friends of yours since childhood. Me and you have. You're probably my oldest friend. Richie and I have known each other since we're like 10. Yeah, I think 10. 10, and we'll be 39 this year. Um, Yipes. I've been playing with uh, Andy Graziano and Andy Ascalise since we're 15, 16. Yeah. Um, Brandy... Came along with Andy. Yeah. Um, Amory, you know, is my wife. Not my childhood friend, but my wife. Um, <laughs> my wife. That would have been weird because I'm seven years older than her. Uh, <laughs> and uh, who, uh, Vinny. Vinny, um, actually, I've known Vinny since he's a kid. Because Vinny's sister took lessons at the store. Okay. And Vinny used to, like, accompany her. And, and, and he was, like, the, he was, like, not... 
he was a self-taught kid, so he would always like he knew like a thousand chords. He didn't know how to read music or anything, but it was just like, who is this kid that, that keeps showing up and knows like all these songs? He was he's I've known him since he's like a, a teenager. I've probably known him since he's like thirteen. That's been that's a big thing with musicians too. Yeah. If you just kind of keep showing up and doing stuff, people will be like, hey, you want to play? <laughs> you want to hang out with us and play some music for the upcoming project? Do you bring in musicians to record the tracks or do everything yourself? Okay. I really want to do everything myself because I'm an ass, but no, the, I, when I, the, here's the problem. I do the demos myself, and then anybody who's ever written a song will tell you, you get attached to the demo, like, and then when anybody comes in and plays something, even if it's better than what you played, yeah. you're like, but I did this, like, thing there that you're not doing. <laughs> right. So I'm, I've recorded all the demos myself. I'm making myself a promise to not do that. So I do want to get... Uh, musicians to play. I have a wish list of who I want to play on things. Um, it, it's very, it's very early to talk about this because basically, the music's written and it's just demoed. Like I still have to re-record everything. It's gonna take a while. But um, I just want to explain that I'm because a lot of people think say like, oh, I love when you guys got back to the studio and did it all. T-. Like I want to keep doing that, but I had, right. to, I had to like do this. I, I had to do it. I had to write music now. Um, because I wasn't writing music, and then you guys convinced me to, and also uh, my friend Hanan, he convinced me to, like, he's like, you know, why aren't you writing music anymore? And, sure. And so I said, you know what, like, because I, I got, got, like, cynical about it. I was just like, eh, no, why, I, I, why go through all the trouble, so you sell 100 copies of something, and your mom buys most of them. <laughs> and it's like, your mom doesn't buy any of your albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Um, but, it, you know, it's, I was like, what's the point? But then when I started doing the live stream, like, you know, I started hanging out with, with Hanan first. He was like, dude, what are you doing? You know, write music again. Right. And then the, you guys in the live stream were very encouraging. So um, well, I'm sure you can, uh, Marsman, I'm sure you can guess the wish list. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Uh, uh, number one is me. Yes. Number two is Anne-Marie. Yes. <laughs> That's how that works. You know, all the people on YouTube who say, why is that guy doing this? Those, those are the kinds of people I want to have on this. I just want to piss everybody off. Yep. I'm going to be just, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be uh, uh, listed on every single song. <laughs> and it's just going to have just an ellipsis, just three little dots. We're sort of say like Richie Castellano, like lead guitar, vocals. Yeah. Andrew Castellano, vocals. Jarrett Pressman, and just three little dots, like just three ellipses. Just you don't know quiet. what he did. It's he the li- did something. No, it's the little, it's the little like bubbles when you're when you're talking on. We've discussed. This. I do have something I want you to do on this project. <laughs> I know. So. I'm always involved in some way. That's the the benefit of being a lifelong friend of somebody talented. You're talented too, jerk. <laughs> yeah, somebody has to play the kazoo. Oh no, nobody has to do that. <laughs> Man. We get flamed on YouTube hard for doing that. I don't care. That stuff is good. I, that I nailed that Billy Joel so let me, well. Yeah, and also let me tell you something else. <laughs> like the people who the, see. Okay, here's all right. Okay, so here's the problem. <laughs> when you when you get close, like I guess we because we get pretty close, right? And because we're all like OCD about music. Yeah, well, OCD and, about and, harmonies and tones. And, yeah, and, yeah. So we get yeah, like. Right pretty close to the originals on some things and not it's not because like we're trying to win a competition <laughs> it's because we're trying it's, to win youtube no it's because like it's just it's just the way we do things it's just like how we do it like we we're very detail oriented we we pay attention to things people get mad when like one thing <laughs> is not right like on the close to the edge video it's like you know in measure 1275 <laughs> 
<laughs> beat eight and a quarter. It's like, um, she sings a note that's not really on the record, guys. I'm like, okay. Okay. Like, people get mad when it's not totally accurate. Mm-hmm. So when the, when we do like, you know. Um, we do silly things. We do like, you know. Uh, right. And the kazoo's coming. Some people are like, what the hell? Like, you ruined it. <laughs> like, but, but the original's intent. You could go listen to the original if you want to hear it perfect. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> I, I like to ruin one thing on everything, you know. I like to. I always like it's got to be perfect, but then one thing has to be completely wrecked. And that's how I like to do it. I, uh, that's, that's my aesthetic. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give credit to the very, very early videos on because we didn't realize that it was going to be important that if I wasn't playing anything or singing anything, that I shouldn't be just sitting on the couch on my iPad. Uh, <laughs> on my iPad, but uh, <laughs> I'm doing my best, Joam. Thank you. Oh, and another thing is <laughs> we have a GoPro up there, and the only way it can be monitored is through a phone or an iPad. Right. So some people are like, why is that? girl sitting up there on her phone like no she's monitoring the cameras she's actually running the camera i i i love our kazoo stuff i love our silly stuff our silly our silly stuff is usually the 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 best stuff i think so but the other thing is like with this with the 25 or 6 to 4 video (laughs) it's like the people who get it are like so i watched you guys do that and the kazoos came in and i fell off my chair like that's what we're trying to do we want everybody to have back injuries from falling off chairs it's it's yeah that's it it's a band geek something's got to be screwed up about it i and you know like we we try to get close but i can't help it i'm like i'm a self-saboteur something's got to be a little off it's just it like we we didn't have to do close to the edge with with toilet and the sink sounds and, <laughs> and spoons and crap um yeah there there's a lot of bird calls in there that we didn't wind up using that i tried that didn't work um but we tried it was just like oh yeah let's, let's try and do it ourselves why not so uh, yeah yeah because <laughs> the, the kazoo was originally out of necessity oh, here's another one because um, we didn't have room for horns yeah yeah <laughs> the other one is that um uh, on my bohemian rhapsody it's like this is great doesn't sound like freddie though <laughs> uh, well, there's only one person who sounds like Freddie. Yeah. One and a half people. Who sound yeah. like no, but I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I can't because I guess if you do something so close and then like one thing isn't exact, like if it, I think it screws people's heads. It's because because pe- when like okay, close to the edge, right? Like we really got the sounds close. Like I took time getting the right drum samples and the bass sound and the guitar. Like, I really worked on that. Right. And me and Chris went crazy working on the keyboard sounds. But then, like, when someone else sings it and it's not... It's, it's like cognitive dissonance. Right. That's what it is. That's the word I was looking for. It's cognitive dissonance. Because it's like, you hear it and and it's like, oh my God, it's like the record. And then something comes on that's not like the record and you go, oh, but that... I'm like, yeah. But I guess that's exactly like me with the Star Wars Theory video. Well, but no, I, I actually, it's, it's funny because you, I mentioned this to you very briefly last week. I, uh, I was, I was just listening. I wanted metal. I wanted metal in the yeah. morning. Um, so I've been listening to Hailstorms albums and they have their own albums, but then they have, uh, albums that they call Reanimate, which is just cover versions of stuff. Oh, cool. And the first song on one of those albums is, uh, um, uh, Dissident, uh, Aggressor by Judas Priest, mm-hmm. which if you listen to that song, it sounds terrible. But when Hailstorm covers it, the first note that comes out of Lizzie Hale's mouth is what I imagine Black Canary sounds like. Wow. You know? And it's just like, I was like, oh, you took it and you elevated it, but I understand that you're not Judas Priest. I get it. So, yeah, that's the same thing as putting a kazoo in, in a Chicago classic 
song. Or, yeah. It's a little, also <laughs> a little bit of, like, um, levity and irreverence, I guess. I don't know. Otherwise, uh, then you'd just be listening to a straight cover, and then you're like, all right, I could listen to the original. Yeah, it, it's got to be a little different. But, um, <laughs> so <laughs> why we're sitting defending ourselves to people that are watching us. And they're like, yes, you're right, stop talking about this. <laughs> Someone asked, what's my favorite song to play on guitar? Um, one song I always like, sort of, like, play is... Uh, what's your warm-up song? Well, it's not really... Well, okay, that's, that's a different question. Like, my crunchy sound one is uh, Steppin' Out okay. by uh, the Blues Breakers. Uh, which is, it was, uh, we played it last week. It's... Clapton. And if I'm playing clean, it's this. Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. What you want is a clean sound. <laughs> it's Love Will Find a Way by Yes. That's like my clean warm up sound. Love will find a way. I love that. Yeah, um, I like that song too, Joel. It's very much like Lazy, Deep Purple. Um, yeah. Have we ever attempted Tull? No, we haven't. Uh, no, I don't think so. Have we ever... <laughs> Sitting on a park bench. There we go, we just did it. I don't know the words besides park bench. Oh yeah, Matt, you like this? Federa? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, um, greetings from Colombia. Hola, mijo. Que paso? Que sorpresa? Yeah. What did you say? I said, hi, friend. What a surprise. How are you? <laughs> Do I know any fog hat? Yeah. Uh, the one fog hat? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we play with Foghead a lot, so I could probably play all those songs just from oh, hearing right. a bunch. Um, Rush twenty one twelve, start to finish. Okay, let's start. That's the beginning of Temple of Syrinx. <laughs> no, I'm not going to see Spinal Tap because it's not in costume, and I kind of like... Uh, I, I, I need to see them in costume, sorry. I, I saw them twice in costume. It was like the greatest thing ever. I There was a, there was a concert um, when I was in California where it was... Um, uh, Tenacious D, um, and as a surprise, wasn't on the bill. As a surprise, Spinal Tap opens for them. No way! Yeah, oh it was my the God. weirdest. Th- it was the weirdest like randomness. All right, so I guess we're gonna stop. <laughs> uh, thank you guys very much for watching uh, and for hanging out with us tonight. Um, my original black suit. Oh, I, I'm not gonna. It's a piano song, and it's very depressing. So, um... No, not suit. Coat. Play your original black coat. Oh, black coat. Yeah, <laughs> I love um, black coat. Oh, yes, Wubino. Thank you for the, uh... Thank you for the flag. I appreciate it. Um, and, uh... Changes. You know, someone wants to do changes. Uh, Jules wanted to come on and do changes, because he plays uh, the marimba do, 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 now. Do, 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 yeah, he, he, got, he got a marimba. That's, uh, it's... Right. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see what happens. We we don't know what 2000 is going to be. Yeah, we got some projects in mind. Some stuff in the yeah, let's, let's go with that. It's better. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for watching, and see you next time. Bye.